folks welcome back to field of view a gaming and strategy business talk on the gaming industry more or less probably delivered poorly but the intense there i'm solo and i'm zemo and we do not do much here so you'll get a single topic most important for the week most interesting most curious etc etc at people like games is the social handles for everything let's get into it i am going to start with uh, because it's a year-end, like we said in, in the other episode, everything is more or less turning into year-end roundup. So there's a whole bunch of interesting statistics that have come out. I'm talking about a VentureBeat article that talked about the most ad impressions for gaming companies. And so number one, uh, this was by, give me one moment to find the author. For I like uh, VentureBeat. Eleanor Samarero. Oh, I'll have to uh, check it out. Actually, uh, I don't know if that's her or if it's sourced from uh, iSpot.tv, which is where the data came from. But uh, in it, it showed that obviously PlayStation and Nintendo are the biggest yearly spenders on advertising. And PlayStation was number one for the year. It generated 4.2 billion impressions, while Nintendo did 4.17, more or less okay. tied. Um, just for the viewers, if you're not familiar, uh, ad impressions are when an ad is like brought up in front of you. It doesn't necessarily mean that it was clicked or interacted with in any way. It just means it was brought in front of the most people because Google's most searched term of 2020 was also how much, where can I find the PS5 or how much does the PS5 cost? So was it really? Yeah. Yeah. It was really Damn. high up there. Um, and so then number three then goes to a huge dip. So we went from 4 billion for the one, two to 1 billion for Xbox for ad impressions. Number four was the biggest surprise to me. 535 million impressions for Gamefly. Apparently Gamefly still exists. They are the physical rental service. I actually yeah, did an episode that. about this way back when to be like, what happened to video game uh, rental services and whether mm -hmm. that's still viable in the streaming era. Um, but they're the only one that exists. And EA is under them at 434. A little surprising that Gamefly is getting more ad impressions than EA, but I mean, I mean, we could probably- People want, uh, I mean, like I would use Xbox Game Pass over, uh, over something like Gamefly, but I can appreciate people who don't know what Game Pass is or anything like that wanting to, to instead see I, if something like Gamefly still exists. I don't know, it's interesting because I know like, Everyone's just moving to subscription services, right? So like even podcasts, et cetera. Yep. And so to that degree, I guess Gamefly is positioned well. If Redbox still exists, right? That's a DVD rental service. And so- Does it really? Yeah, there's still like a random ones that like reappeared now. And so like there is- I've seen the ones in front of like- uh, Like 7-Eleven and shit? shit? But those, yeah. that one's gone. Those, is it really? Those, ones are gone. those got replaced by Amazon lockers. The fuck's an Amazon those locker? You don't know what Amazon Locker is? This is what saying. Yeah, Amazon Locker is a place where you can have your shit delivered to, and then you go to the machine and just like a bunch of like, just like a security lock, right? And then you go and you put in your barcode there, and then it gives you a code. You type in the code and it opens a lock, and then you get it. And so if your place or your apartment is unsafe that, for shit to get yeah, delivered Yeah, I guess that to, makes sense in a city. Like, I would never do that here. Yeah, it makes no sense. But like, yeah. over here, her, her packages get like stolen or something or open, so you might as well just drop it off to a locker. Um, but it's just an interesting evolution, right? And so mm -hmm. same thing within the realm of what Redbox was, felt a little bit antiquated. Um, yeah. And I guess Gamefly is not. I don't know. Fair I haven't enough. heard the right thing. But this was just uh, interesting. I mean, obviously, PlayStation was the biggest. It actually gave a breakdown 
of which ads ended up being the biggest. So for PlayStation, it was the Ghost of Tsushima commercial spot, A Storm is Coming. So that game was fire. I'm playing it right now. That shit is so fun. Yeah, I am man. just going through the island. I figure it's three islands. I don't really know yet, but I'm just through the first one. I'm going to liberate everything and just go and complete it 100%. Same way I did for Spider-Man, more or less. Uh, number two is a Mario Kart. And right. uh, then it goes sort of lower. Then it doesn't sort of really matter because there's such a gap between one, two. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it was interesting to me because Xbox didn't really have a reason to do any marketing push until no, the Series X. So they didn't really put any money until Q3, right? And yep. so it then comes into when we're talking about this again in January coming, not yeah. you know, this next month, but in a year from now, right? Mm-hmm. Do you, where do you think the numbers end up going? Because if this is a year end, the year end is already done. So this is the numbers in front of us. We know PlayStation had a huge year on the back of PS4, now PS5 selling. Switch yep. went through the fucking roof. Xbox yep. sort of lagged behind. Um, and I don't care about four or five. And so between yeah. those three, now in a year from now, what do you think that one, two, three is going to be? Or do you think it'll be PS, Nintendo, Xbox again? I think it'll be the same thing. I mean, look, I, I haven't seen anything that from Xbox or Microsoft in the short term indicates that Halo. they're they're really, other than Halo, but like Halo is a single game, right? And I think that, uh, I think also... It's a movement because you got to take into account Xbox Game Pass. So the reason I'm, I think Xbox will be number one. I don't think if, if Xbox will be number one, I don't think they'll be number one for a while. This has been my opinion from the start has been the way that they're going about it. seems like they want to win in cloud. Uh, Satya Nadella used to be the head of cloud, now CEO of Microsoft. And I think that the play that they're going to be going at is to be able to really take the lead in cloud gaming on the console space you were almost because you said that like right there which is that it's only one game Mm -hmm. but it's not going to be a game because i've been saying for about two years that i think halo is set up to be the next Fortnite. right they're setting it up to become the all-encompassing game because this generation of esports and gamers they haven't gotten a real halo title yet right they've been Mm -hmm. fucked with all these but once they get a real halo title everyone really loves halo halo's due for a comeback right you put those together and then you think about why Fortnite got so big, right? It was because you could play on any platform, phone, mobile, et cetera, et cetera. Switch, yeah. Cross-platform. And now platform. Xbox yeah. uses all this time, as you're saying, with the cloud to basically expand its reach to where you can access it. That yeah. one game suddenly becomes... Look, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to yeah. see. But I, as of now, I haven't seen anything that really indicates... I mean, the last like the last Halo or last Halo and a half attempts that they've made were pretty abysmal, to be oh, perfectly yeah, they've been, honest. They've been, you know, they've been loading up, but I've yet to so, see a major. So it's fire. sort of yeah, it's sort of yet to be seen. Whereas I think also like it needs to be taken into account that there's an entire generation that have never played anything except Call of Duty, and so mm-hmm. like I remember when I was in college is when the transition to Call of Duty started taking place. And so then that means like people have been playing Call of Duty for a solid 15 years, 12 to 15 years, something like that. And and so yeah, it'll be- Yeah, Halo 4 or 5 were sort of flops comparatively. Though. Yeah, those were flops. So to say like, I don't know when Halo 3 came out, like what, 2004, 2004 I have no idea. Yeah. yeah, something like that, right? So it's been a long so, time yeah, since then when, yeah, when the transition has been taking place. 
So I'm curious to see what Microsoft's able to do. I'd love to see them win. I, I personally don't care to have a new Xbox at the moment. I bought a PS5 and it was just like, and not that there's that much out for the PS5 either. I, it's been not a waste, but like other than the Spider-Man game, like there's nothing where I'm like, oh my God, I need to go get this. And we've spoken about that at length. So, you know, I'm curious to see what Microsoft puts out. Like I'll, I'll definitely get it. I'm going to play Halo, but the idea of getting a switch over is going to be difficult because for anyone else, like let's say myself who gears up on, on PS five to play call of duty with my friends. If I decide (laughs) I want to start playing the new halo game, even if it is that good, what it's going to take for everyone to switch over if they don't already have an Xbox to no, it Xbox. because it's a cloud. Because right there, the if you have the X cloud, right? And you don't need to switch it over. You just need a device, a, a, a mobile phone. There's a whole bunch of different ways they'll create access that takes away the barrier of having to buy an Xbox to get access to the game. They have they have all of the pieces there, but for what Execution they've said- is different. Yeah, exactly. Like a hypothetical perfect execution isn't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, not that they completely bomb it and not that they do it in like a perfect way. I'm saying like middle of the road, you know, to get me and all my friends who play Call of Duty on the weekends with each other to figure out how to switch over to Halo would be a very costly proposition, not I, just financially. I, I have to I have to just disagree with that because the, the, the switch over cost for games isn't that high anymore. And so the ability to jump through games People are just always looking for the next game. And if they're always looking for the next game, if a game becomes that popular and becomes that central to every single mainstreamer there's, that there's you know is a, going to become a Halo streamer. Of course, but there's just a lot of ifs there. And so like, that's oh, yeah. all. I there's a lot that. of ifs there. That's all. That's all I'm saying. What do you got for us though? Uh, man, I was that. fascinated by the fact that I saw... James Fudge from Esports Observer ended up talking about Tencent buying Liu Technologies uh, for a billion and a half dollars on December December 11th. And so the reason I think that's fascinating is because while it's well understood to people who are within the gaming space, the fact that Tencent now owns Liu uh, and a billion and a half is no small acquisition, that they own Riot Games, which has League of Legends and Valorant, uh, that they have Supercell, which has Brawl Stars and Clash Royale, that they have Funcom, that they have a huge stake in Epic, that they have a minority stake in Activision, Ubisoft. Like they, like it's, it's, uh, I, they it's crazy. They own the to think. entire gaming industry. They literally, and then there's the, those are, what are the two I wish uh, I streaming had my own sound cues, Mario. The, the two uh, streaming uh, services uh, in Huya China. and Duya. Yeah, like, and they have huge stakes in both Shout of them. My like, portfolio. Yeah, so just to me, to see them making another billion and a half dollar acquisition to be able to get into the space even further where it's like, they really run the game. No mm-hmm. pun intended. You know, well, I mean, that that's what I said, which is like, it, there, there's a 10 cent tax. So anytime a company wants to be able to release uh, a, a version of their game to the Chinese market, they have to basically partner with 10 cent. Yeah, there's no way. Then, around I mean, even on top of it, that's interesting because, you know, I know Tencent does all their acquisitions. They always buy in. But the mm-hmm. Chinese gaming market's interesting because I know recently the Chinese government passed new uh, yeah, the, 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 the new new gaming rules for tiered age kids like 8, 12, 16, which include yeah. how many hours they're allowed to play. And you have to maintain like a certain grade level in school to be allowed to access. It's um, 
it's pretty intense. But but it despite all intense. that, like the way that they're able to throw money around is crazy. And just to me, the idea that they're really buying into everybody, like there's there's no real game leagues or games where I'm sitting there looking like you guys have nothing to do with this. I mean, Call of Duty Mobile and PUBG in. Mobile. Yeah, uh, every, they're equally invested in the two biggest streaming places. So once yeah. they bought stakes in both of them, they're like, well, we own both of you. And why don't you two merge together and then come join us? And I'm like, if you have the money, why not? Exactly. So yeah. so honestly, that's it. I I, 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 I thought Amazon could have done something like that on an American market I, scale because they have I'm web services. But they I'm very fascinated to see what Amazon does or doesn't do. The acquisition of Twitch was a big deal. Uh, Actually, but we now, should make that. We should make that an episode we talk about. Like, what's Amazon like, trying to do in gaming? The potential of Amazon. I mean, like, yeah. Luna is cool, but like, they own I Twitch, have... and I don't know. There's a lot to talk about because web service is probably the most valuable piece that they have connected to yeah. that. But yeah, the um, ability to do stuff on the cloud. Yeah, but Tencent just continues. Um, Tencent it's, continues. That's it. That's yeah. honestly all it was. Was I was just like, man, every single time I look at this company's name, it's like they spent another billion dollars. They spent five hundred million dollars. The company whose founder CEO was just found dead, poisoned. The Chinese maker of the Game this. of Thrones games. I did uh, not hear about this. Okay, hold on, folks. We're going to pull out the phone here, and we're going to figure what this one is, which company this is, and whether the CEO decided it was the maker of the. Game of Thrones mobile game. Winter something. Don't know. Oh, no, that's Yuzu. Sorry, we do technologies. But yeah, yeah. Regardless. Um, yeah. Still, that's, so. that's, that's my news. This is a, I, I love seeing, I mean, as I talk about every week, like the money side of, of what's going on in this space that is being set up for five to 10 years where Whoever's getting involved that has patient money, I think is going to be really rewarded. A lot of people who've been getting in because of the hype that think that they'll be able to get returns in one year, two year, three years are the people who end up failing and you see massive losses. But yeah. someone like Tencent isn't setting up for the two-year win. They're winning, they're winning for the 20-year plan, right? So they're over flooded with money and ownership. They got it all. So they're going yeah, nowhere. They got it all. You, you know what I actually want to look into, and this is unrelated <clears throat> to anything, but like where How is Apple, Google, I, lawsuit? like I think that Tencent, the guy who founded Tencent is one of the founders of WeChat, it, which makes him like connected to like Jack Ma and all those guys, Alibaba people. I'm I'm very curious about that now, just because yeah. like I think that's like their version of the PayPal mafia is one of the guys who founded Tencent. Yeah, we're gonna find that yeah. one out. Yeah, it has to be. There's no way that it's just like some random dude, especially in a country like China. Exactly. We'll follow up with something with that one. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Anything else? Uh, that's no, the news. Uh, we will have a follow-up episode later in the week as well. Stay tuned to the socials uh, to find out what that will be. And uh, that's about it. Thank you for Take listening. Care. And we'll be back. Peace. Peace.